Good day, good night, good afternoon, whatever part of the world you are right now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And aside from being my debut, my first <laughs> live recording with you, um, we have, no offense to the rest of the people we had here, I think we are the biggest artists yet. Pops. <laughs> to touch down in the culture tribe. Love, love, that's love, that's love. I like that. Ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, and others... The one, the only cast for you, go. Happy. Happy to be here, bro. Welcome, bro. Welcome. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Bro. So, I guess straight into it, where did that, where did the name come from? Kaz for you, go. Okay. So, the name came from, first, it was Kaz. You want to just start the school. Right. I wanted to start a Facebook account, like mm-hmm. everybody at that age wanted to do. And I find like, I needed a cool name. I needed a name that, it was cool. So I was like, yo, what about Kazi? And like I was going to a school that they would call courts. So I was yeah, like, yeah. yo, I was like, mm-hmm. Kazi, court, CEO, XYZ. Like, <laughs> real crazy thing. Right. Right? Like, I, so I went into school after making that name. Mm-hmm. And over the weeks, like people just continuously just call me Kazi. Like, <laughs> they would just use the name that they saw on Facebook for a while. Mm-hmm. And the higher I went up in forms, they would just sort of cut it down. So it became Kaz now. Right. From Kazi. Right, and right. the Fuego part of it, my name wasn't Fuego for like a... Fuego wasn't on my name for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was in a session one time in Arima here. And I um, I was with one of my producers. I mean, I was recording some song. I can't remember what song it was. And I ended up saying Fuego in the recording, like as an ad label, Ooh. just something before now, before the song starts. Right. Yeah, so... I said that and he was like, yo, the hard, bro, you should keep that. It's like, I would. And just gradually, continuously putting out music now, I realized that it has more than one cars in the world now. Oh. So I was like, fair enough, yeah. I need to switch this name so it's mine. Now. So mm-hmm. there's only one person with this name. Right. I was like, yo, let me just put Fuego next to it. And that's how it happened, Cars Fuego. All right, sick. So in terms of, so the cars was part of your, Regular lifestyle. If we go, came from the music lifestyle. Yeah. When did you recognize that you had something within you, whether it was in your heart or in your mind, for music, for the art? Um, probably, like, probably early too. Like, way before I even came to Trinidad, because I wasn't born in Trinidad also. Right. Um. I used to be in the playground as like a real young kid, mm-hmm. just listening to beats and listening to different artists that came out in the UK. And we would try to freestyle now and again. So like, and true, doing freestyles, it make me feel like, yo, I could do this. Mm-hmm. Like I find like I'm not making much mistakes. I find like people like it. I enjoy hearing my voice too, right. as a next thing too. And yeah, I just came to Trinidad and I was like, yo, I should try it. And I did. And the reception from it was just so good. So I was like, yeah, but let me just continue making music. Yeah. So so music was, if it, was there anything else? Because grew up in, in England, mm-hmm. uh, very multicultural society yeah, in, 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 in England. Mm-hmm. Um, we know how big, at least from here, we know how big football is. Yeah. We know how big cricket is over there. Okay. Sports in general. Yeah. So was it, all right, music was... My first love and that nah, was it? music wasn't my first love. My first love was football, as you said already. Right. Um, reason why it was football, my grandfather, he used to, I don't know if you guys know Wolverhampton Wanderers, right? Yeah, I right, so. haven't, probably don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so my grandfather, he like heavily into like football and you, you like community work and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And he used to take people that came from other European countries right. and take them around to the stadium just to see and oh, just, cool. you know, just give them a toner. So he was heavily it, yeah. embedded in football from early. So I just naturally through being with him a lot and I just started like football too. Right. And I was actually kind of good. And what happens with football in the UK, I believe, which is like so dope. So like, I, I believe anybody from here who wants to play football mm-hmm. should try to go there and pursue it because a lot of a lot of folks do a lot yeah, of kids because do. it's like is I don't want to say it easier, but the opportunities yeah, are there. Opportunity, you know me. what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, football was my first love. Music came like 
a few years after that. And then, of course, he recognized. So I wasn't stalking him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing research for the interview. Yeah. And I did pick up, because um, I do listen to the music outside of just preparing for the interview. I do yeah. listen to the music. And I appreciate of course, no mama guy thing. <laughs> Yo, you dog, you have, you're coming. If you ain't reach yet, you're definitely coming. Yeah, we're almost there. But I, in doing my research, found that the first listed song I heard from you was Weekend, WKND. Okay. Yeah. Is, was that your first song? Like, first public song? Was there, was there more before? Nah, I had the first song that was my original song that, like, I bought the beat and we began mix and mass. Mm-hmm. It was a song called Instagill. Which is like on my SoundCloud alone. Oh, okay, cool. So that like I had songs before that on SoundCloud, but it was like remixes. So I'll just take right. beats that I like and remix them. But I wouldn't really class those stuff as my first actual try at being an artist. I'll class that as me just knowing, okay, I cool at rapping. Mm-hmm. I like the sound. Let me try it. You know? And so Instagram was the first song. And like that song, bro, like I don't even know. Because when I made this song, I was like, I didn't even expect people to like it. How they liked it, not all. It was kind of weird to me because I know that this country takes a little longer to accept things that is not normal to them. Now. Yeah. Because especially hearing this kind of twang and hearing this kind of record from somebody that lives in Trinidad, they'll watch it like, why are you trying to song so? Yeah. Like, and it was never that. Now. And people didn't even care about that, that part. They just liked the song so. Instagram was the first song I ever put under, you know, my name. So from Instagram, well, for me from Weekend, mm-hmm. now to Juice Santos, okay, yeah. which is your latest single. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, call, I wouldn't even call it a single. I would call it like I was recently. Just off the dome, that was yeah, just... yeah, that was off the dome. I didn't write nothing for that. I, so like, I was, I recently got my studio equipment in my house now. So I bought equipment to like record songs right. and demos and stuff. And me and my brother and Johnny, we just record and recording. And I was like, yo, let me just record something quick and just throw it out. Now. Wherever I say, find a hard beat, wherever I say, use it. You know what I mean? And that's where it was. So for me, I just wanted to kind of pull out something for people to hear my voice before the actual songs come out. Mm-hmm. So I'll class that as more of a Lucy. Like something right, just same. like all right cool just hear yeah. my voice for a little bit until we actually drop singles and projects and stuff like that soon right but so the difference and the growth that i heard from weekend to juice and toast or mm-hmm. i believe the last one i heard before that was all day mm-hmm. the difference that i heard in those and that this cars figure from what i would be like 26 2015 26 2016 Somewhere to, around there. To 2020. Yeah. The progress you made from, because the style at first was very, I don't want to say dark. I used mm-hmm. to get heavy. And I don't I, I don't know if I know artists sometimes who like them <laughs> being compared to other artists, but yeah. I get a very, almost like a party next door, sort of early weekend vibe. Yeah. To now this tropisoka, more upbeat, more mm-hmm. up-tempo. Yeah. And you could hear you yourself being more comfortable with that pocket that you yeah. instead of trying to adjust uh, well in Trinidad is either dance or soca calypso it. I feel it so for me personally I really appreciate that in an artist an artist yeah. is capable is comfortable enough to say this is what I am good at mm-hmm. F- forget what other people think I should be yeah let me stay in my zone because really aren't you I don't, there's no other artist I know of right now mm-hmm. in that lane with you. Yeah, and me and me and Johnny was talking about that too. And you say party next door, like party next door is one of my biggest inspirations, mm-hmm. bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And him, Burner Boy, and one UK artist called A2, just because mm-hmm. of the same dark sound that you're talking about. So it's a situation where the song's dark, but they're also not too dark to the point where it's like it have you feeling depressed. It's right. like, okay, we're trying to put you in a mode where we trying to make music that feel cool, basically. So music exactly that makes you feel like you had to put on a jacket to listen to it sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> music that make you feel like you're not in Trinidad no more. Yeah. Or, you know, music that make you just feel different from what already out there. Mm-hmm. And that's just been my thing. Like, I've just been trying to take every part of me that I've been exposed to, like, 
the countries that I come from, the people that I know and just put it into music. So like sometimes you'll hear me rap and when you hear me rap, you hear a UK accent just because of I born in the UK. So, yeah, I get a lot of that on you know um, I mean? Wahala, I think it was. Yeah, yeah so you, you'll hear the Africa, you'll hear the Caribbean. You'll mm-hmm. just, so I just trying to put all of them together and whatever comes out from putting all of them together, I I happy with it, bro. Like I happy with it because it 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 explains me as best as I could now, you know? Right. Yeah. So, you talk about your musical inspirations, Burna Boy, mm-hmm. Party Next Door. Um, I know you and Jimmy, Jimmy October, yeah. you link up a lot. You yeah, that's my, bro, that's my bro. That's my yeah, bro. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you're a Trinidadian and you haven't seen Jimmy October, yeah, you're not looking. <laughs> you ain't looking. Facts. He yeah. everywhere, whether he on the avenue, he in Arima, he just everywhere. everywhere. And, mm-hmm. He's a real cool guy. Definitely. Don't make bro. it difficult for you to say, hey, yo, Jimmy. and Super approachable. Bro. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like as a nation, we have to take advantage of that because we know it have the top tier rank one 1% artists yeah. in Trinidad. And yeah. they so they seem so elite and so far away. Yeah. That when it is you have artists like you, because I would consider Jimmy Octo, I would consider you a celebrity. But mm. when you all become, allow yourself to be that approachable, mm. Because how how that affects the, the the boy in his room just scribbling in his copybook, writing mm-hmm. not even raps, poems. Yeah. Before he actually recognized I have a thing for rap or I have a thing for But so you know what's the crazy thing how you say poems? Like most of us just come from poems, and bro. Like the first thing that I ever write was a poem, bro. And like Jimmy is the same thing too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just come from figuring out that, okay, we could put words together mm-hmm. and we have a serious love for music. So why not put words together in music? Because poems is really just is, is, is songs without music, exactly, basically. Exactly, is expression without any kind of sonics, music, sound or anything else, just words. Yeah. And like that was like, I, when I was, when I first started writing poems, bro, it was... It was a real release, though. It was like a real mm. release from saying things that you know you can just tell your bread, you know, tell somebody. Right. You know what I mean? And put it on people. Yeah, facts. So yeah. Sorry to cut you across. <laughs> no, but it, that, that's the point I was getting to. So mm. as you said, you fell in. You you you, you recognize that you had this ability mm-hmm. with the poems, yeah. with the poetry, rather, with music. You link up with different people. How, explain that link up with Jimmy because oh. you see Jimmy, you see you, you see you, you see Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. what, what I was like, how you all that, been? That link, link? That link up with me and Jimmy is years ago, like probably like years into me coming Trinidad here to live. Mm-hmm. Um, we linked up from early, like we linked up before Jimmy even put his first record, like we knew each other. Right. And we knew each other because we come from the same place. And... Just mutual friends now, and just him seeing videos of me in my school, right. like performing at like a talent show and like people going crazy in my school now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So him seeing that and then hearing, wait, now the school in Grandy, this man from Grandy, let me see who's that. Mm. And that's how we literally linked up. And I remember the first, I don't know if you know Gossip, right? It's on Gossip. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when that, that record, before that record came out, he called me, he was like, yo, Meet me in Grandy right now. I have something to play for you. It's like, all right, cool. Meet him in Grandy. We literally in the middle of Grandy. We're not sitting down nowhere. People passing us. <laughs> and like his phone mash up now. Oh, shit. So he have a big, a big eye, um, a big flicking tablet now. iPad. Right, an iPad now. And playing this record for me now. Chuck the headphones and I listen it. And like halfway into the record, like he called my name now. Mm-hmm. like a shout out thing now. like ever since that bro like we just been cool we made records together we lime we we chill we talk about serious things we make jokes you know what I mean that's my dog man. that's my dog linked up from early so I know y'all have that record um, pretend Pre- yeah is there any chance y'all go give me a, your version I watch the tune at Jimmy I mean, I mean I mean if he want to <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to. I always, you for it? I always for it, bro. I always for music, bro. It's just up to like timing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know he have things doing. He, mm-hmm. he working on stuff himself. So, and I working on stuff myself now. So once the two of us have done with our stuff. Yeah. 
that could definitely happen because we have records in the vault already now. You know what I mean? Oh, we have so records that come out. Chilling already then. Yeah. So it's just, we just waiting for the right time. Right. So I want to talk again. So we talk about the music. I want to talk about the videos now. Mm-hmm. The video particularly for all day. Mm-hmm. Give me some information. What was the inspiration behind it? Where was it shot? Who's okay. the director? The inspiration for that video was just me wanting to show people where I live right now, where I am Mm -hmm. as a person, as an artist. I wanted to also show that to make a fire video and to to evoke some type of emotion, you don't have to buy a Lamborghini or rent a Lamborghini or a mansion. You know what I mean? You need to show people where it is at this current moment. And that video was super spontaneous too. Like we, I I just call my homie Rael, so that's the director, Rael Levi. And... I was like, yo, I want to shoot this video, black and white, just like how Drake shoot the non-stop video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want heavy green. We're going to pull up somewhere in Grandy and just perform and make it a vibe. I guess strong, like, um, although yours came out before his, but mm-hmm. um, the video for Jack Boys. Yeah, um, like a kind of... I got real strong, like, you know, grunge sort of... Yeah, that was, that was what we were trying me, to do. Me, my dogs. Yeah. Those step to we don't have guns in the video, but exactly, exactly. And plus, the same, going back to the same thing too, I want it. It didn't feel like we in a hot place, bro. Like when you listen to the, when <laughs> yeah. you watch the video, when you listen to the song, I totally given you a darker side of where we is now. Mm-hmm. Because if I take that for black and white, it's real sunny and real happy. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, real yeah, Namina, yeah. yeah. which is fine. I I have that in me too, but it's just. Yeah. I choose different ways to kind of bring it across now. So, yeah, that video, that video was quick too. We literally shot it in one day, edited it the next day, and then like put it out like a few days after, like a week after or something. I really like the aesthetic that you just go with. Even yeah. for the photos that you post, mm-hmm. it really ties. It, it doesn't, from seeing you for the first time, talking to you for the first time, I was like, yeah. I see why. I see why the videos are like this. I see why the pictures are like this. I yeah. see why. I ca- I could probably count all the f- the, the, the the pictures you have on your IG that you're smiling in <laughs> yeah, on yeah. one hand. Facts. So, yeah. I like that the aesthetic matches who you are because mm-hmm. a lot of people try to give off this sort of this is my gimmick. Exactly. You know, I go they try. Be- they try to be a character, which yeah. is my my thing too with music. Too, I don't really, I don't really be mad at people that try to be a character, you know, because it also gives you, it gives you space to kind of separate yourself from the music and what you're doing. Okay. But at the same time, I also don't want to portray myself as this big happy-go-lucky guy, and then when you talk to me, I just real laid back and just chilling, mellow. Yeah. Now I throw you off. You don't know what to do. You're thrown off. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, how come? The song, approach, you know what yeah. I mean? Everything have to be synced. Everything have to be like, okay, cool. See how you can sit down with me now and you know that, okay, I understand why Kaz posts like this. So, you know what I mean? And yeah. I I want people to know me without knowing me. You know what I mean? And and I feel like that's what I'm doing right now and I'll continue doing that. So yeah. Because especially when it comes to art, whether your art be movies or, yeah. or, or well not movies but film whether mm-hmm. it be theater whether it be literal art and sculptures itself yeah. or music mm-hmm. that is the first way that people connect with you that's how the John public that's how fans connect with a particular artist a particular mm-hmm. actor a particular sculptor whoever it may be so I feel like when people portray a different character yeah. from their music, especially when they try to use that character to sell the music, yeah. they try to use the antics and the gimmicks mm-hmm. just as a way to hype up. Yeah, I feel you. Hey, I have a new single. Oh, I have a new mixtape. Oh, I have a new album coming out. Like yeah. that's the only way they could get people to listen to him because they are like the viral virus, basically. I have to go viral to sell. Yeah. But when you are you, when you could be who you are and you allow your music to portray who you truly are. Yeah. Then when people now see you, whether it's live, whether they see you in the street, mm-hmm. whether there's a meet and greet or whatever it might be, yeah. now they know, okay, well, based on X, Y, Z, I know how to approach them. I know Kazna the guy to run up to and take a selfie with. Safe. All right. So um, for the listener who is a budding artist or a budding 
writer or producer, for someone who is interested, has dreams and aspirations and making it out here as a musician, mm-hmm. what would you say is, how, do you, how, how would they go about getting an agent or getting booked or releasing mm-hmm. their music or if they need to tour, if we tour down here, how would they go about touring that kind of, the music industry? How do they get involved in that? Um, I feel like the first thing you have to do to really get involved in the music industry is you have to put music, bro. You know what I mean? Before you worry about getting an agent, before you worry about getting booked, you need to give people something to listen to to actually want to book you. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you're, you have to make sure that you're making music that is of a certain quality also now. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. very important. And I'm talking about your content. I'm just talking about the way that you release your music, the rollout for the music, the mix on the music, right. the videos, the visual, the visuals, excuse. Like certain things like have to be in place before any of the agent things come into play. When you reach, for me, like, bro, I have, I don't have an agent. I don't have a manager. Mm-hmm. I don't have no kind of, anything that you think, an artist would have, or you expect an artist to have, or you probably expect me to have, like, I don't have it. And that's mainly... So, yeah, independent artist. Then, yeah, all the way, all the way. And that's mainly because I believe that I haven't, like, reached a space where I would want to, like, get those things yet. Mm-hmm. Or getting those things right now might not make sense if I wait a little two years again do some other stuff, release yeah. a project now. Cause I, I guess don't it have, gives you a lot more freedom to, yeah, it gives to you, do your own Exactly. Thing. It gives you freedom to drop when you want to. Yeah. It gives you freedom to post when you feel. It gives you freedom of everything, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And as an artist in this generation too, like 2020, bro, you could see how much songs come out on, on a daily basis. Hard to keep up. <laughs> you could see how much artists come out and get mm-hmm. discovered on a daily basis mm-hmm. now. So you don't want to be somebody new and seeing all of your peers be able to port records when they feel like. But you're in a situation where you have to wait for an S. Box then, yeah. You got to wait for a man to say, okay, cool, you have March 15th. Right. You can't cool. drop nothing before that. <laughs> before that, you can't do nothing. You just had to rock back and wait until that date come. And me being on the side of people like me, like artists and creators and things, I find like that's just real suffocating though. It, it, yeah, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you asked me about how, get, like, getting booked and stuff. Um, For me, I, most of the bookings I ever got, bro, like, I just got messaged by the people so that had the So they reach out to you? Yeah. All right. Um, so, the light box was the same thing. The shows, the little We Loves and all of these mm-hmm. little things. Mm-hmm. These these people seeing what I doing and reaching out now. All right. You know, so, yeah. No, I know you have strong thoughts, strong opinion on the music industry. Yeah. I just, you go, you tell me exactly what it is you have a problem with, with the music industry right now. Here. Here? Yeah. Um, I, I don't really call it a problem, but it's just mm-hmm. something that needs to fix. Now. Right. You know what I mean? Things like, okay, we're dealing with a country, right? We're not dealing with one specific type of human being in the country. Correct. We're not dealing with one specific type of type of mindset mm-hmm. in the country. So my thing is, I just feel like it has so much room for an R&B artist or a gospel artist or any kind of artist other than the ones that we really pay focus to. Right. Like for me, bro, like the scene right now in a real good space when it comes to like, Everything like cool, the dance all popping off, the soca, Jimmy doing his thing, like people doing things. Mm-hmm. So now I just believe it's time for things like, like, okay, why can't a sound like R&B be popular here? Why can't we have female singers, way more female singers than we have right now? Mm-hmm. Like it's just certain things that I believe that people doing, but when they reach to the certain rooms to like, touch the next level they're yeah. being pushed away now or they're being told not yet just now and you, you think that I mean? is more from the consumer 
or from the industry itself? I feel like it's the I feel like it's the consumer because the consumer, I believe most of them at least is like they're used to what they know already. Mm-hmm. And their that's something is already tuned right, to and that's something thing, in, yeah. that's something in music that kind of weird now. But it also makes a lot of sense now. Right. Because you catch a vibe from what I have and directly direct it to party next door and know that is the vibe I honor. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I believe that the consumers now are, they rather stick to, okay, cool, we know this and this is we vibe. So it's a little harder for them to kind of reach out and say, let me get this our vibe instead and see how this vibe is now. You know what I mean? You will have people that will listen to it because just like, okay, you have people that will listen to the stuff I make and the stuff I make and is not the regular what you hear in, in Trinidad right now. I know that for facts. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, it's every, I, I, I can't really blame one person. I can't blame the industry. I can't blame consumers and I can't blame artists. Mm-hmm. It's just, I feel like it's timing, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? It's timing. It's just like, you had to release that song at the right time. Just like how I released Weekend and I was, I was able to, to grow my fan base because I dropped that type of song at the right time the for right that time. song. Yeah. You know, so mm. I'm saying, so my, 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 my thing is, is more of a, we need to fix it than it being a problem. No. Okay. You know, so yeah. It's fair enough, man. Yeah. So <clears throat> we get through the more rigid formal questions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could probably loosen up now. Yeah. Um, one question is internationally or locally, is there artists that you think like I have them as a, a pin in that one artist, I need to work with this artist or producer one day in my life. So yeah. I have to. <laughs> I have a few, bro. All right, let me hear them then. Give me. Party. Right. Burner Boy. Right. Let's have an artist called A2. Mm-hmm. Um, who else, bro? Because Party, like, Party was here not too long ago, right? For, yeah, like a uh, few years ago. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. I was so mad so, I didn't get to go see that. <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't get to go. You know, <laughs> that was crazy. I was ripping mad. Trust me. I see Jimmy pulls up him. I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that goes good. That go, yeah. go feel that one in the chest. But I'm mainly for me, mainly party and, and, and burner. Mainly because when I listen to party, I hear what I like to listen to and what I like to make now when I listen to his songs. Mm-hmm. And burner boy now, burner boy is like, that's probably my biggest inspiration and the, the only person that if I get a feature from him, I'd feel like, yeah, boy. Like, I, I content now. I can, I, can, I don't want to do no features again, bro. Like, <laughs> he, ass. he out there right now. Yeah. I'm seeing him everywhere you turn. Exactly. And he's, he, he, he his voice and coming to think I actually have the note here. It says, who does he sound like? Very burner boy, AJ Tracy, Davido, Tori Lanes. That's why I have there. So I picked mm-hmm. up when re-listening yeah. to the music. I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if the yeah. boy is one. But he is making some mad moves right now. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I like for me the reason why he connects to me so much, bro, and I would love to work with him so much is because he does put very serious and very heavy messages, bro, into vibes, bro. So, and like, this is an artist that when you listen to the records, it making you feel to dance. But then when you really listen to what he's talking about, it's real sad stuff, bro. I know. It's real, real life things. It's is pol- is political problems. Is mm-hmm. But it's a vibe now. When you hear True. it, it's like, yo, you yeah, want to dance, you want to vibe, back, you yeah. want to, you know what I mean? But, and I find, like, that real powerful to be able to do that. To be able to have people dancing to, like, pain now. True. Like, and I rate that from him now. So from the time I heard Ye, bro, like when I heard Ye for the first time, because I heard it like way before everybody else heard it, like a long time. You use that guy. You, you yeah, make it I sure heard, everybody know. Yeah, I, I just make it sure you know that now. So I heard it <laughs> and like, bro, my pores raised, dog. I was like, nah, this, because it's song Caribbean, African, then it has some rap in it. And mm-hmm. it's just like, yo, how, bro? True. You know? And it was like it was so clean now, like he done it so well now, bro. So he nah. find a he find a serious lane there. And yeah. I, I do know that it the song itself became popular a lot a long time after it was released. Yeah, for sure. It it a, a good while after I can't I can't remember how long, but I know I was like, I hear this song already. Why it no popping off? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, those two guys is the probably the only guys I really want to feature with internationally. 
locally, well, locally, I wanna, I wanna figure out like which coasting on the local artists. Which fem- <laughs> nah, <I don't> really, <laughs> nah, I just I, I wanna work with more female artists now when it comes to features now. Weird. Because I feel like people don't really work with female artists like that. All right. You any know? any artists that you look at, whether it be male or female, that you say, you know, you tip your hat to them like you do any other. Yeah, you definitely. keep it going. My brethren, my brethren, Kuta. Right. I definitely mm-hmm. tip my hat to him because, mm-hmm. you know, this is this is probably like his second or there's like a year and a half of him probably making songs. Right. And like me and him went to the same school also. Um, oh, performed in damn. the same talent shows also mm-hmm. so and like i always used to tell him like bro like you could sing bro like so just sing dog yeah because like, what's going on like you could it sing. seemed like he just come out of nowhere like you're just listening and one day it's like wait no who's this guy exactly and he on he featuring he, he, he working own, you know yeah. i mean he, he around so i definitely tip my hat off to him doing quite well man. jimmy of course right that's that's, that's self-explanatory yeah um free town <laughs> Um, Freetown went on her madness and, this and carnival oh, yeah man. dog for sure bro. I, w- I watched them perform at the um, under the trees in Normandy hotel where yeah. David Rodder had her and he had voice there and he had mm-hmm. and they just I don't know boy they, they, just, put, they, they just put something wow. else into that music too, yeah it, because like everybody I talk to who does listen to them is be like bro they can't listen to them without crying or feeling to cry it, or so, different yeah they have a different way of oh, it's special it's special sure. um I also want to like tip my hat off to all the dance women and them boy. you know what I mean yeah all man. of them boy. like every single one that because this is a time where, like, last two years, I could have never seen men dropping videos and months, million views. Hmm. And, you know what I mean? And these kind of things, these is things that Trinidad wasn't having unless it was a so-called Calypso. You know, you know what I mean? But to see them doing their thing, I, I, I can't do nothing but rate it. No. So, you know what I mean? Hats off to all of them who doing that. Man. I love that you didn't take the Kanye West route and was just like, nah, forget everybody else. I doing my thing. There's me we talking about in my interview. I love nah. that, you know, you're, you're humble enough to at least, you know, say, yeah, props to, to X, Y, and Z. Sure. So, personally for me, mm-hmm. you might say I crazy. I have a dread conspiracy theory, right? <laughs> Honestly, I believe that, I'm not going to be insensitive to people, I'm not going to be that guy, but 9-11 was planned. I just say, that's my conspiracy theory. 9-11 was planned. All right. We know about the steel and the heat and the and all of that and yeah. how much planes hit and how much planes didn't hit. But that's my personal conspiracy nah, theory. I'm not right. trying to get canceled by all of Trinidad. But what about you? You have any conspiracy theories or fears rather? Anything that you look at and be like, that's how to like, do a double team. I have like a big conspiracy theory. <laughs> Um, the conspiracy theory I have, bro, is that six nine is the police. <laughs> this is the one that I have now. You know what I mean? Uh no disrespect to six nine, bro. But like big man thing. Oh god! Like I, I definitely believe, bro, that six nine is the police. Like when you really, when you really watch the situation and right. you watch what happened and how it happened and the amount of years those guys got and then the amount of years he got is like. <laughs> he was undercover, is what you're saying. Bro, no, think about this. You as a gangster, right? right? You telling me as a group of gang members, right? This guy with rainbow hair comes into your situation, right? Mm-hmm. Decides that, yo, we have a tune. He want to be a blood. He want to do all of this. From you all don't know this guy from nowhere, nowhere bro. <laughs> no, like really think about it. You don't know this guy from nowhere, but also... New York popping, so you know if you, if this guy pop off with the gang affiliation, it could go yeah, crazy. True. So that's what they saw, no? mm-hmm. and he knew that they would see that. You see that rainbow head youth man with tattoos on your face. I know that tattoos is the vibe, <laughs> right now on the face. And right. colored hair is where it is right now in hip hop right. at that time. Yeah. Right. This guy comes in, just fit, ticking all the boxes. Right. I'm gonna, <laughs> dog. I, I gotta make it even more scary for you. What's your going on? Right. He comes in. He drops records. Take on how Kixie every single record name was. Gummy. Gummy. Dumb, dumb, stupid, all kind of funny stuff. <laughs> Taking the artworks too. Yeah. Yeah. All of this to me, bro, showing me like this, man. 
just doing this. Like this car be serious to him. <laughs> these rainbow hair, like all of these weird kind of things that he would use as promotion and as his brand, the way that he would just make men, yo, go shoot that, like, go shoot that man for me, go rub. Like all of these little things. And then at the end when they hold, you know, when you, the video with you getting kidnapped, the audio is extremely clean though. The visual is extremely clean. I take it why it be hard to something. You know what I mean? Now, but so, it's like, so, yeah, so, so that's mine though. That's mine. That's mine. What, what just have, what to me, what so funny at all of this is that I am picturing hardcore detectives in a, in a room with a sheet of paper writing icky, icky, stiffy with the blicky. I be like, putting this out this and you go and make sure you get everybody in we need to get in. Bro, you they, taking them all down. All they did is they just they just got the girl youth man with like hella charisma, bro. And hella I don't give a fuck factor. And yeah. they just put him in a position to really fuck the game up and be successful. They 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 put him in the right rooms. Like, bro, this man streams is insane, bro. Yeah, he was. Bro, he would drop, bro, and he would just be at the top of the charts one time, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his Instagram videos would go crazy, bro. You could tell the music industry misses him. You could tell that for sure. Weird, bro. It's weird, it's weird. Nobody fit in because he, I mean, all the new artists was kind of trolly and, you know, I go pick on this guy and I yeah. go start a beef for this guy. But he looked like he believed it. Like he was living it. This is what I said. The man this was born with Chief Keef. This <laughs> is what I said. if anybody know rap music, so think about, he's I, not one of them to right, mess so with. If you know that as a person that doesn't rap, he should know that too. Correct. But if you're the police, right? <laughs> you want Jeez. to beef with everybody oh gosh. who potentially have some kind of criminal activity going Kaz, on, bro. Cars have one, the foil hat now. He, like, think he about it. deep right Think now. about it, bro. Think about it. I just want to think about it. That's all. That's all I want to do. <laughs> so, in your spare time, aside from music, mm-hmm. it's like any of your hobbies, video games, movies, partying. Um, you- I don't really party. Mm-hmm. I used to when I was younger, but then I just realized like I spent real money to like go out and get drunk now, bro. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I had to buy a kit, I had to buy shoes, I had to buy drinks. So like, and yeah. then also, I do go out to her. So like, mm. I'll go out now and again. But to say like it's something I do as a hobby, not really. Um, I watch movies yeah. as a hobby, kind of. That's a big movie guy, or just as a big. It had to be us. It had to be a specific type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, as a series guy too. So like, I like series like Ozark and Oof. Bates Motel and. Oof. Stuff like that, no, bro. Um, Movie-wise, though, like, I like heavy mob movies and mafia movies and Caribbean gangster movies and stuff like that. Like, them okay. things is a vibe for me, You too. see um, The Irish Money? Nah, Irishman? bro, that was too long, bro. Like, I, yo, let me be... <laughs> <laughs> I reach an hour and a half and just continuously, every time I try, falling asleep. Fall asleep. I, that's, that was me with Godfather. I, I tried to watch yeah. all three in a row. Made it through the first one, wake up to the end of the third one. That's what I'm saying. too much. That is literally yeah. like 12 hours of film. Exactly. Um, so aside from, as you say, you don't really hang out, but what would be uh, a perfect night out for cars? So he ready brethren's. It's 8 o'clock. We're getting yeah. ready. Where does the night go from there? I feel like the perfect night will be ready brethren's. It's like we do our show or something. Right. So like say we go out, like I go out to perform. Right me jimmy or somebody we go out to perform or even if any of the brethrens have something because like all of my friends is creatives so mm-hmm. most of them and that doesn't get competitive at, at any point does it be like i don't know probably <laughs> to them but like i <laughs> i doesn't be um quick I, flex quick flex i don't be i don't really be um trying to f- focus on those things now. all right but um yeah like a show or say like johnny has an ex- exhibition or kristen has something to do mm-hmm. and all of us out there to support and all network right. and speak to people and then i find like that's a cool vibe now because it makes me feel like we accomplished something and we also vibing you right. know so we got something done and we're also enjoying ourselves so i feel like that's a vibe um but yeah that's with the Bredgens. That's with the Bredgens. So, yeah. All right. So, boom. So, in terms of dealing with relationships, mm-hmm. women, yeah. what was it like? What What is it like being a celebrity <laughs> and dealing with 
if you do have a personal, in, uh-huh. in, like we just say in theory, yeah. all right, I do have a personal girlfriend. Yeah. Where does the challenge come, you know? Because I'm not going to ask you to, but I show them Instagram DMs packed right now. I mean, saying they're packed is like a little, like a little. It's more than 20? Yeah, but, well, that right, is, but that is not packed though. <laughs> that, is that, packed. Is just, that is just, I find, I, I find that regular though. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> That is not no flex though. That is is just like, all right, cool. But um, when it comes to like females and thing, bro. How difficult is it to like be an artist, balance that, and the fact that you have to, you have to have your your fans in armor, don't you? You have to make them feel. Some girls do do um do care about all of that, bro. Okay. Most girls do. I need to lime with you. I need to find these women. No, what I mean, they don't care about it. They don't care that you have things to do and they don't care that you're an artist and have female fans. No. Right. They completely, most of them, I can't say all of them, but most females, they they find it a little hard to deal with somebody who, do, who does music or does any kind of art because it's, you know, the time that I have Demanding. is real, yeah. real restricted now. Like, I rather... And the song's so bad, dog, but it's just because, like, I try to remain focused. You know? mm-hmm. I I rather record all day than really check you. you know? Yeah, yeah. She, no woman ain't going to hear that. No, but, it's, but here the thing, here the thing. It have certain females that I would not want to record and go and check them. But majority <laughs> who be under and be making problems with what I have to do. That's that the mindset they have now. So, for me, it's just like, I just believe in finding somebody that's just cool with what you're doing, bro. Cool with the music. Cool with the fact that I'm not going to be home at 1 o'clock in the morning sometimes. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to be online but not talking to you because I'm trying to talk to this person about this song. But then you always get tied back to being the guy that you always doing this and you always busy and time yeah. and them things is a <clears> serious <throat> thing. But big man thing, like, if I have a girl... Especially your personal, like I just make time, bro. I just make time to the point where it's like you not making time. You use use the use you, the problem you're the with the time. One, yeah. So you know I mean? kind of like how I would say the biggest artist in the history of our country, Marshall Montano. Uh-huh. How now that he has come to the end of his career, yeah, he now is transitioning into life as a family man, as a father, marrying his fiance mm-hmm. wife because yeah. they're together for years now. Do you think it's possible to juggle the media, the music, the the the, the career, mm-hmm. and the family life, or is it easier to just say, "All right, I will focus on my career, and when I'm done with this, all right, then I'll have time for kids, I'll have time for yeah. a wife, I'll have time for family." I feel, I feel like, I feel like music is or, or like art is it it deals with too much sacrifice, bro, Very for it to be easy though. Mm-hmm. It deals with a lot of you're gonna miss birthdays, you're gonna miss when your child now starts to walk, you're gonna miss real important family <clears throat> things. No? Yeah. So it just goes back to like you gotta make sure you have somebody on the same wavelength as you when it comes to careers and understanding what you're doing. No? Because you could balance it, but it go and end up getting real difficult after a while. The bigger right. you get, the more successful you get, is the more demand. Mm-hmm. from people who is near your family you know? you're yeah, gonna right. be in demand for shows for interviews for mm-hmm. pull-ups to do this to do that you know? and but i still i still believe like it's cool to like make kids and while you're still an artist and not not have to wait until you're completely out of it i feel like that is something that people should still try to do and not like stray away from it because they're afraid that they're not gonna be there you know what i mean because you're gonna be there but you're probably just not going to be there as much as somebody who's not doing what you're doing. Right? So in terms of the having a family whilst you're artist, you're more along the Kanye West, this is my family, I want the world to know, you're more Drake Chance, the rapper, keeping my family a secret. This is none of all your business. I, I feel like artist, this is who all yeah, you should know. I feel like I might keep my, my child a secret for a while. Not really like my relationship. Because, mm-hmm. like, relationship, like, sh- exposing your relationship is a gift and a curse. But, like, when, as an artist, it is be more of a gift sometimes now. Because now you're going to get the fans that fuck with relationships now. You know what I mean? You're going right. to get the listeners who like to see happiness. 
with two people, especially if I have a fan already and they see that, that like, okay, it's like a different side. It's like, just like when we found out that Kanye has kids now, he was excited to see what they look yeah. like. And oh, he made it all it, our business. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like everybody, like even Drake too, like everybody want to know what Adonis looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, son. And when that picture come out, finally, is the place going to go crazy. Of course. Yeah, son. So I feel like I would more try to keep my kids away from that vibe. But the relationship is cool once it's a solid relationship. So as an artist, how calculated are you? Is it that... So, all right. A lot of people respect an artist like Drake. Because, mm-hmm. not just because he drops good music, but because he's so smart and he's so calculated. He knows when everybody is dropping. Mm-hmm. And he will purposely put his music or just announce that he's bringing out music because he's that big of an artist yeah. that it does shake the entire platform. Mm-hmm. The problem when he's an artist that big is that for the sake of clout, will just come for your neck. Mm-hmm. So you, as an artist, do you see yourself ever getting into beefing, distracts? Because for the last two, three years, that was a big thing. That's how plenty of artists prepare people for their music by cheering yeah. out Nicki Minaj was doing it when she was beefing with Cardi Drake yeah. went push her tea and mm-hmm. everybody was biting at each other next just because they had music coming out you mm-hmm. could see yourself aside from the music release being so because you are a rapper at heart mm-hmm. do you see yourself becoming so upset or becoming so enraged with another artist that it comes down to all right i'm gonna show you what my pen could do yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah anything in the tank anything just put on with you know it's like in the moment you know what so by so by i feel like them bars in my brain bro you don't want to access that part as i as could as i could i could i could but it's just like i just feel like it has certain men that i would I, I have certain things I want to say too, of course, but it's like... No names calling. Nah, it's just timing. Uh, it's timing. Right. And it's also that I'm in a good space, bro, and I don't really like the beef and thing too much, right. but it's like, don't feel like I wouldn't. Nah. Yeah. Because I, bro, I've said things before right. on my own songs, right. and men take it as it's for them, bro. Fall in your garden, planted. Real plenty people. <laughs> nah. I don't know if it's because like, I don't know, I probably have like a real... I talking to you kind of voice but i just be rapping and sometimes people take it upon themselves to be like yo that was for me so x y and z i gonna but yeah i i i'm not backing down from no beefs bro you know what i mean so would it be the so in the in in the drake pusher t beef mm-hmm. i use and that's my reference yeah um drake did come to him and talk about you know y'all being creative over there but not Honestly, creative, y'all stealing from me, stealing mm-hmm. from one another. Yeah. And then Pusha T crossed the line. Mm-hmm. Is there a line that could be crossed? Is there any rules? Nah, bro. No? Because we could get, we, daughter we, could get. Everybody, because everybody. we deal with battle rap here. And, right. and if you ever watch battle rap, battle rap is the worst thing I could tell you. I know, I watch URL you know a couple I mean? times. So, so we we going into that realm when we decide to beef. We going into battle rap. This yeah. is a battle of lyrics and who have the worst things to say and who have the best cadence to say them. So if a man trying to trying to beef me, it have nothing I can't tell you, bro. Because you decide to put yourself into that room with me, into that space with me. So now, when, like, bro, when I hear Pusha T talk about, like, yo, 40 and, tick, tick, and tick. the child and thing, it's <laughs> like, bro, yeah. what you expect, though? True. You expect. And then you had to understand, Drake, you're the biggest artist in the world. We have yeah. to tell you something <laughs> yeah. that's going and be valuable. What are we going to tell you? He wasn't going to get Drake out of here with them little petty one. You understand? Like, you he... can't get Drake out of here with, like, yo, we go, yo, we go do this to you. And, like, yeah, they're not going to work. The, the word play. You, he have, to, you yeah. have to tell the people something they don't know. He went that's... to each chess. Exactly. But I feel like, and I'm not an artist. You are. So you are better. Uh, you are better informed on this and have more of a, a, a stronger say than me. But sometimes I feel like it doesn't necessarily be about the art form. It's just be like, how disrespectful can I get? What do mm-hmm. I know hurts you? Yeah. And what can I say to put it, to stab and twist that knife in you? Mm-hmm. As opposed to let me be clever. Let me say something that yeah. 
you had to listen to it three, four times to catch it. Mm-hmm. I feel like but sometimes diss tracks is just be like... So like, so so let me ask you a question, right? <laughs> so you don't think that it had any art in how Pusha T went about of this? Of course, there was. Mm-hmm. But he also... You just think that was a bit much? You can't talk about somebody's parents divorcing. That kind of deep... I and mean, I mean, <laughs> as you say, it's Drake. So Drake, you had to get a smoke. But... Yeah. He you went in that. Nah. He went to a place that I haven't heard anybody since like 50 Cent went. Uh, and 50 Cent is a gangster. He's he's a hood nigga. So mm-hmm. you expect that. I mean, Pusha T is the dope man of rap right now. Yeah. But Drake, boy, that, that take belly. And I mean, allegedly it was going too far and J Prince had to get involved and all yeah. that stuff. And I think that is the that is when it that, that is when it reaches too far. As I put, actually, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. Being disrespectful isn't taking it too far. It's when it actually hit the streets. Yeah, and people when have it, to when drop. It, yeah, when it becomes something that people could get hurt and you know, yeah, what I mean, that like, is when it kind of off. Yeah, with but, the Eminem man fifty thing, yeah. that was. That was but when thing. but when we dealing with like bars and thing, bro. Like, bro, I just watch Battle Rapper L plenty. Right? For the main it's your favorite re- Battle Rapper of all time. <laughs> uh, so, so, so. Any answer other than Charlie Clips is wrong. I just let you know. Charlie Clips, bro. Clips. Nah. <laughs> to your head top. Nah. Clips. Nah, bro. No, here's the scene. Eh? I love clips, eh? but here's the scene. I can't get clips that play, bro. I can't get nobody who went to Wild and all that play. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying that all the time and thing, bro, but I just can't get that play because, yo, you went from the grungy stuff to go and make jokes. Like, nah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I know I know knock to him and I like I show he getting real bread for that. Of course. But my favorite battle rappers are two. Sue Surf is one of them. Ooh, yeah. And Hollow the Don is our next one. Hollow the Alright. I can take Hollow the Don because Hollow the Don he 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 and he emptied on battle rappers and legit rappers as yeah. too. So I give him that play as well. And he from early in the game, even to late in his career, he was consistent. Yeah. Like even if somebody call him out of retirement, he was yeah. like, "All right, cool." And that's why that, this. And like the next thing to worry about him too is like he have a real kind of different delivery for me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like his voice does, like he does be trying to say certain things when he when he rapping and his voices go up into this pitch, bro. That yeah, I real like a now. couple octaves. It's yeah. kind of like yo, I real killing you off right now type mm-hmm. of pitch. And I just realized, and then the bars that he using too. It's just be too fire, bro. But it has other people too, like T Rock and Yeah, T Rock. All of these other guys, he's real fire too. Actually, um remember once watching Hitman Hollow go and he was somebody called him out of retirement. I think this was um it was in URL. It was King of the Daughter, one of them ones. Probably one of them. And it was I think he was going up against Arsenal. Yeah. And you know Arsenal. <laughs> if anybody listens to Battle Rap, they know Arsenal is the king of being disrespectful. Like that is his tagline when he starts, when he exactly. finishes. So when when is you can't spell bars without that ass in it, you know. That was it. So if you if if we if we thinking about it like that, I can't look at what Pusha T said to Drake as disrespectful. I think because a lot of people feel Drake is, you know, that straddling the line of R and B and rap. You they just feel like they could come wrong in basically. Yeah. Like which me, is which I believe not not everybody could come wrong, Drake. Eh? This is the next thing one men need to understand to push her get through because Pusha is a different caliber artist. And also had the very, very he had very essential information, bro. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. had to have them two things. Like I don't see no other person like coming at Drake like that just so. Like, nah, it 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 but the thing as well with Drake is that people don't give him the respect he deserves, I believe. I think they feel like he tries, like, you're from Canada, you're from Toronto, you're not hard, you're not street, you don't mm-hmm. know nothing about this life. He's not a rapper. Yeah. Because, I mean, the man pop off best I ever had, which yeah. was a pop song more than an R&B or rap song in the first place. Yeah. But he is a hip-hop historian. He knows the game. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned Pusha T and you mentioned in terms of your top, Five. I'll give you five. Well, rappers? MCs. Not just rappers, because rappers encapsulate more than just lyrics and bars, but MCs, like people who will buy it to that. 
We talk more where anywhere, anywhere in the world. Top five, that all. Because my my top five is not we expect. No. <laughs> that's my, what that's, I got. That's my music knowledge. Pick is like, all right, cool, okay, cool. All right, let me start here first. So, I am see that I find super hard from the from the beginning. Pause. Um, <laughs> is <laughs> Skepta. Oof. I put in Skepta up there. Godfather um, Grime, boy. I I didn't do it in that order. No. Nah, let me do that. We'll be I here cool. whole evening. Drake. Drake. Um, wait, 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 wait. I know I put you on this spot, but it don't have to be perfect. Wiley. Mm, what do you think about what Wiley and Drake was doing the other day? Wiley's just upset, bro. You know why Wiley's be upset. I like, but Wiley is still a legend now, bro. So can't take away from what you nah, do. Nah, you can't do that. Um, so I say Drake, Wiley, Skepta. Skepta. Bro, 50 Cent, bro. Here why I say 50 Cent, huh? I'll go have a big clash on that one, but go ahead. <laughs> why, bro? One, one good album. And because he gets shoot, the, the mystique of 50 Cent is what people love. He gets shoot nine times. He's fired, though. Like you can't, like the records I hear, like. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I read, I read Lil Wayne over Now we're going next, sir. Huh? All right. Sorry, my bad then. So, Lil Wayne? Yeah. How much is that? That's four? That's, that's five. That's, that's 50, five? Skepta, Drake, Wiley. Um, there you go. That's off Wayne. the dome to her. Off the dome. That's just me thinking about them. Yeah, I think, like literally sitting down, that would be a whole podcast episode by itself. That might be that's the thing now. That's why I kind of try to keep it quick now. Yeah, but I try to overthink them. But for sure, I mean, for the people who wouldn't know who Skepta and Wiley are, they are UK artists. Yeah. So you would be familiar. That is more your... Yeah, that must the people yeah. I grew up on listening to. But me because as well being a huge fan of football and thing and mm-hmm. I pick up on UK culture a lot as well so because I though I miss all people like Chip like Chip you know Chip I know Chip but alright I'll let off I'll let off slide I'll let slide I'll let slide wait I'll let slide alright if Sion hear this <laughs> I've a brethren called Sion Pa if he hear this one but yeah Hit me up, see on my, my, my IG link will be in the bio for this. It will be in the comments. We could have a conversation. Yeah, them, them is my top five or for the... Um, for me, I'd go... I have to go Drake, most influential artist in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have... I think he was like on an eight or seven year streak of being on the Billboard at 100, having a song yeah, for that 500 long. weeks. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd go him, I'd go Jay-Z, purely offer. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z started so young, went so far, and he still is today super talented, hasn't lost a step. The only thing is that he on this kind of godfather, black power movement right now, so he kind of pulled back on necessarily mm-hmm. emptying the clip on people. Yeah. Um, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne is the, f- the father of all the rappers that we yeah, have Yeah, that is right the now. rapper. That is you know. the guy right now. I mean, the, the new stuff really isn't hitting like that, but taking Carter Tree and I'm Not a Human Being, one and them kind of things. That's yeah. that is, that is Wayne. That is rapper. Um, For the new school kids, I'll give all your... I'll go future over Tug. I'll go future over Tug. Okay. Silence. Weird. Okay. I die me alone. Okay. I, I, I die on okay. that hill by myself. I die on that hill Best by MC? myself. Best MC? He he revolutionized trap music. No, that's facts. Be a more bars though. Future have bars. No, off, bro. <laughs> you see, though, when he talking MC, I wouldn't even class Future as an MC, bro. Because Future just sing, but then Drake just sing too. All right, well, but all right. It, let me take. All right, let me take Future. All right, fine, fine. The whole room staring bro, at me. Future, bro, I love Future, bro. I love Tug too. But like, I when I. When you say bars, MC, though, right. I was like, yo, let me just figure out who I used to rap with for like bars now. So I'll I'll subtract future. I'll subtract future. Mm-hmm. And I will give you I'll give the old heads something. I'll I'll give the old heads. Nah, I ain't getting the old heads nothing actually. <laughs> I'll go and say Nas, but I ain't getting the old heads nothing. 
Bro, this is a hard conversation. Yeah, this is a bro. hard conversation. We'll be here holding. I just holding. blurt out that's a name. Nah, nah, nah. You be real. I blurt out names that I listen to, but it's a real hard conversation. Us. I had to go through Apple Music actually. Yeah, I gotta go yeah. through, and I I want to be taking up the good time that we have here. Um, but yeah, so right, so we discuss artists. Mm-hmm. So we'll bring it back to you now. Mm-hmm. We went around. We went all over. We went different countries. We went Africa. We went Europe. Went to America, we back here now. We deal with you because this is your interview. Yeah. So, what is what is the the goal to the top of your Christmas tree? What is the star on your Christmas tree? What's the one thing that you want to do that will satisfy you as artist? Some is winning a Grammy, some is performing Super Bowl halftime show, something like that. What is Kaz modus operandi? What does he want to do? Like at the top, like the, the top, 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 top. Um, bro, I, I just, I just want to put my family in a position where nobody had to work, bro. Like every single person that, like my little brother, my little sister, my mother, my grandmother, my uncle. Mm-hmm. I just, I will be in a position where they just could just live now, mm-hmm. enjoy things, go places, and don't have to worry about the stuff they're worrying about right now. And I'll give you one more. Like I want to do a headline show in Brixton, bro. Because that's where I grew up. Brixton. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where I was living out in the UK. So to do a headline show in Brixton is like a real high mm-hmm. on my Christmas tree. So, yeah, bro. What then also is like, so five years ago you were at a certain point. Mm-hmm. It's 2020 now. Yeah. What do you see yourself doing in this decade, in the 20s? What will you be remembered for in the 20s? Where does you Where do you see it starting in 2020 and finishing in 2029 um i see i see myself this song that i working on i see in me be able to like make this sound something that people are interested in mm-hmm. in this country in the next few years you know what i mean just get them something new to listen to and i just feel like knowing that the, the songs that we that i'm making right now and creating it like the people around me that people would actually enjoy them once they give it the chance. You know what I mean? Once they give it yeah. the chance. So I feel like within the next few years, it's just going to be me just carving the sound and making the sound popular. Now. Making mm-hmm. the sound to a point where people are like, yeah, but they hear that new Cars project. and You know what I mean? Not, yeah. And not <clears throat> listen to it because it's your always thing. And it's, listen to it because you're genuinely... Yeah, like the sound and the sound is gonna stay in the same pocket that we're dealing with right now so it will evolve to uh, yeah music I mean? so, yeah music is something always changing but, yeah. but as you, you spoke about people looking forward to your music mm-hmm. when the album dropping <laughs> when the album dropping I am um, cause as an I album feel, guy I love listening to albums well, sequential uh, yeah and the the, the the story of it how it was made mm-hmm. I have like right now I have a few songs where because since my equipment reach I've just been recording and recording. So mm-hmm. like I have an EP in the talk right now. But I just trying to kind of figure out like how to figure out going over the beats and the mixing and you know, roll out and these kind right. of stuff now. But I'm gonna drop something this month. I'm gonna drop a song this month. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just uh because I wanna I don't wanna say I wanna stray away from making records about females too much because I mean that's the that's that's like when I touch yeah. mic that's what I feel now. So cliche kinda yeah, yeah but I just trying to and this record I'm gonna put is just a different side of me when it comes to content wise now. Okay. So is it that you have to be in a particular headspace when you hit the mic so it's like okay I feel like the honey is gonna get it today or it's more like alright we gonna untoughen up go and bring out a song for the fellas and yeah. um, or is it just that in, as you hit the boot what you feel yeah bro like spin. most of the stuff right now like even the EP that I tell you I have any talk like everything is off the dome I didn't write nothing you know what I mean so, serious yeah so it's just me trying to no paper nothing nah bro <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal thing cause that a song like a normal it's thing it's not normal it's not normal <laughs> that's what like, I'm saying but I just trying to develop that so it go kinda like okay I could write and like sit down and write, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to also develop being able to just do it in the head now. So here I beat and know, okay, cool. We're going to 
this is how this could go, this flow would fit in that place and right. go into it and just do it now. Because I feel like the freshest ideas just come off the top of your brain. Right. The freshest way that you're going to say the word. You know what I mean? The freshest cadence because you're going into the beat not knowing where you're going to say. You know what I mean? Nice, man. Nice. So, And what big picture, what is going to be your legacy? What do you want to leave behind? What do you want people, when they think of 30, 40, 50 years from now, when they say, Kaz Fuego, what do you want? What, 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 what must that trigger? What memory must it trigger in people? I feel like the memory that I must trigger is that a, a way to trigger in a, in a way that they look at me as a person that just went against the grain mm-hmm. because I've had countless times where I could just do what everybody else doing. I've had countless opportunities to just go into dance soul or go into this. And yeah. I just always decided, nah, like, why are you doing right now? I believe in this. And once I continue to drop this, people would gravitate to it now. So I want to, like, as I said earlier, I want to be somebody that they look at like, yo, you know, Kaz, bro, like, he's the man who bring this sound to Trinidad. Mm-hmm. He's the one who make this sound. Trailblazer. Yeah, he's a trailblazer in this sound. Now. Like, mm-hmm. I want to drop projects and then, later down in the years see people come out as artists and make that sound yeah that's the kind of thing i want to do now because as much as this r&b is also a mixture of rap you know what i mean plus like me being half nigerian like it's a mm. mixture of that too now. yeah for beats yeah. yeah so it's just like i want to be known for the sound but i want to be known for my name when people hear the name they respect it and they understand it and they know that it's like a serious name not, not a name to play with so alright yeah bro as as a big aspiration I really <laughs> do I really but, but having big goals is a good thing yeah, so, yeah cause sure. the harder they are to reach the more motivated they are to reach them exactly so for sure bro it was great it yeah, was lovely it was a nice sit down for sure and you know we all looking out we all supporting you appreciate it man. for certain people would be more for those who didn't know now they surely know they are yeah. acquainted and from everyone here at the culture tribe mm-hmm. and the extended culture tribe as in the community whether it be the youtube viewership the yeah. podcast audio ship everyone wants to wish you the best bro and we want to thank you for coming as well yeah man i appreciate that bro. and you I appreciate hold it, it down bro for sure for sure yes good vibe, good vibe.